Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast, a podcast where we talk farming, farm business, farm tactics, farm marketing. If it helps us farm better or market our farms better, we'll probably talk about it on this podcast. And today is no different. Hope you guys are having a wonderful year so far. We're in the second week of January. I'm actually recording this a week or so early, and we still have Holiday Company, which is wonderful. We are blessed to have, oh, we've got some friends that have, we've been getting together for New Year's for 30 years or so. Our kids have grown up. So now it's still, you know, used to be a lot of us got together and now it's still just us and one other couple. But we really are blessed to have that time and it's a comfortable, easy uh, friendship. So it, it just makes it easy. It makes it nice. So we're sitting around the living room the other day and it's a rainy day, kind of gloomy. Nobody's out doing anything. And I look around and everybody is on their phone. Not a bad thing. I mean, every once in a while you just need to be quiet and it's uh, whatever. I mean, whether you like that or not, I'm not the hugest. I'm not the biggest fan of it. But it is what it is. So we're. I'm looking around, and everybody's on their phone. And it gets me to thinking about this, this idea of how do we consume media? Now, for my other job, I talk about this ad nauseum, trying to study how people use media, how people consume information. But from a beginning marketing or from a point of view where we're a small business trying to market ourselves – You'll hear me say on anytime I talk about marketing and talk about how we market our businesses, something we're passionate about or something we are really, you know, we want to dig in and, and, and share with people. I think one of the biggest lessons that I, I, I want people to take to heart is you are not normal. I'm not normal. Nobody is normal. And so I look around and I, I know how I consume media. I use it to stay uh, stay up with family and friends that are far away from me. I don't get a lot of information from social media. I don't. That's not the way I consume news. That's not the way I stay up to date with things. But I I use it for family and I see ads and all kinds of things in there. But I look over at uh, some friends and I ask, "How do you do it? How do you do it?" And you know the answer varies. But I think it's an important lesson to understand. How everybody consumes media different, and if you are if you're looking to take your farm and market it for the first time and really get into it, or if you're already started and you're just kind of struggling with getting off the ground, this podcast is for you. And we're going to talk about how to kind of get started in using social media to build an audience. So let's get into it. I have a love hate relationship with marketing. Really, I've got to do what? All I want to do is farm. Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast. If you want to market your farm, farm based business, or craft food business directly to the consumer, this is the place for you. Welcome to the show. So, as we were talking about in the you know in the opener there, we you know this podcast. I really want to focus on how to get started with social media. Where's a good kind of launching point, or if you're already doing it, kind of some fundamentals and basics to think about. As we get started marketing our farms using social, and I, I talked to an old farmer friend of mine. Now he's up in his seventies and is done. He's retired and he's not looking to market his farm anymore. He's he's done. Um, but it was interesting talk having that conversation because you know back you know for example like when when I was younger helping my father market his business, um, you basically had three choices. You had radio, television, and newspaper. Well, when you think about those mediums, radio, TV, newspaper, now there was others, of course, outdoor, and you know we can talk about those. But if you talk about the big three, what are they in their core? So 
what does a TV station or a radio station or a newspaper, what do they make at their core? Well, they create content. They create new, they, they, they give us the news. Well, the reason they do that is because they are, if you think about it, you know, uh, a manufacturing company makes a product. If you're a tire manufacturer, if you're, you know, if you're John Deere, you make tractors. If you're a TV station or a radio station or a newspaper, you make audience and that's how you make money. You rent your audience to people for 30 seconds at a time, or if you're a newspaper and print inches. But when you think about social media now, now we're in this age of a lot more choices for people's viewing habits and their consumption of media. Well, now we have an opportunity because before it was almost impossible for a business to generate their own audience. Well, social media is a great opportunity for small business to build their own audience that are targeted to them. I mean, when you run a radio station's audience, when you put a radio ad on, you're targeting everybody who listens to that radio station. Well, maybe that is maybe 50% of those people are in your target, but that means 50% weren't. So you wasted 50% of your money with social media. We're able to kind of build an audience that, that is interested in our product. So these are potential customers. So why social media is so important? Well, it gives us a chance to create our own audience. So why rent somebody else's audience if you can build your own? Pretty simple there. And social media is a, whether you love it or hate it, and I have my challenges with it personally, And but our customers use it. So we probably need to have a business strategy to be there. So... When we talk about where do we go, you know, there's there's probably seven to 15 platforms that the vast majority of people use. And you got to pick one to start with. I mean, in a perfect world, you'd be on everyone all the time and you'd be good. But the reality is this is only part of our job. So we've got to kind of look at it and be strategic in where we go. So, you know, you can look at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat. I mean, there's Pinterest. There's tons of them. And you got to make a choice. I usually suggest to people, hey, if, you've, if you're not on social media and you're just getting started at this, Facebook's easy. Facebook's an easy place to get started. Real flexible. The, the app is easy to use. It's free. You know, so it's, it's a good place to get started. But with without regard to whether you choose Facebook or Instagram or, you know, any of the others, whatever fits your niche and fits your 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 market the best, pick it. The next question that I get a lot is, well, how often should I post? Man, there are you can ask hundred experts and you get a hundred different answers. You'll, you'll get people that are on the, the high side that say, you know, if you're not posting one to two times a day in your Facebook market, in your Facebook uh, news feed, man, you need to reallocate resources to be able to do one to two times a day. You know, I, I don't know about you. I don't have I don't have time to do that. I don't have the time. It's just not going to happen. There are other people that say, well, you need to post once a month. Well, that's probably on the light side. 
the sweet spot is probably in the middle somewhere, and I tend to look at it this way. Simple. I want to post when I have something to share. Pretty simple. You know, if I see a picture or something that represents my business, something that I think helps people understand who we are and what we do, well, then I want to share. If I don't have anything that does that, I don't want to share it. So, you know, don't get hung up with, oh, you got to post twice a day. Don't get hung up with that. Get started. Start posting something. And remember, use a little common sense. Pretty simple. Think about how you want your business to be portrayed, how you want other people who are not you to see your business. Most people are visual. They, they learn visually. They, you know, they, they gravitate to things that are visual. So think about what's your brand, what's your farm, what the image is. Do you have a farm logo? Do you have a color? Do you have, you know, what are these things? But try to think about how do we present our business to our customer? Pretty simple. We use some common sense. So, you know, coming up with the, the concepts of what to post, it's going to vary by every farm. Every business is going to have a different type of post. So, I, the next most kind of frequent question I get from people is, well, I, ha- I want to sell stuff. So, I, you know, and I see businesses do this all the time. And that's every time there's a social media post, it is an offer. And we call that transactional advertising. I'm asking you to do something. I'm giving you a benefit to do business with me. The, the statistics say that does not work as well. Now, there's a, a popular ratio that you see on the internet all the time if you research this stuff, and that's called 411. It's, it, it's pretty close. I think it should probably be 611. And that means what they're trying to say with this is for every six posts you make, four of them should be about branding your business, helping people understand who you are and what you do and the kind of things that go into making your product or providing your service. And then one should be telling people that you have stuff to sell. And the other, we call that a soft sell. And then one should be a hard sell, which is an offer. Come in today and get a specific thing, a discount, whatever it is. And that's four four branding posts, one soft sell, one hard sell. And that's the way they sort of break this up. I think it should be actually six one one. So it should be six branding posts. And that's just my personal opinion because I think offers should be very judiciously used. Because if all we do is have a sale every week, well, then a sale is not a sale. It's just, you know, that's the weekly price on Friday. So we need to be judicious with that. So we need to be helping people, I think, helping people understand who we are, what we do, why what we do is valuable to them and our community at large. Then the sales will start to happen. So... You know, and I'm trying to go through this in a way that, that kind of walks us through this. I'm not going to get hung up on any one point here. And and so the next thing we look at is what do we post? And I'm not going to talk about content, what your content strategy is, because that's going to change by every business will be just a little bit different and have a little bit different content strategy. And we'll go in on another podcast where I'll talk about building a content strategy calendar. I think calendars are great. They help us stay kind of have a a flow of messaging throughout a year. 
So, but you know, if you've never done it before, and I'm sure most of you have, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have one of these things and it's a smartphone. If you don't have one of these, this should be the year you think about investing in one. Or if you've got a really old one, think about upgrading. And I'm not trying to sell things for the tech companies. That is not my deal. But when we talk about visually gaining people's interest with visuals, learning how to take good photographs, learning how to shoot video a little bit, man, we can do a lot of work with a smartphone. They have gotten so good in the past few years. I've seen demonstrations where guys will compare it to professional high-end product cameras, and they're pretty darn close. So, you know, if you haven't invested in a little bit of technology, and if you if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me talk about technology. I ask myself three questions anytime I look at a new piece of technology. I look at, you know, I ask myself, does it save or make me money? Does it save me time? Or does it, in some substantive way, improve my life? If it doesn't answer a resounding yes to one of those three questions, probably not going to make it into my daily use. I'm not a, I don't like technology just for technology's sake. I like technology when it helps me answer those three questions. If it answers all three, then man, it's a winner. And the smartphone probably falls in that category. You know, I, I, I don't like when technology disrupts our lives and you, we can talk all day long about how the cell phone is bad and evil and has done a disservice to the community and to our family. And, you know, there's that argument there's with everything though, there are positives and negatives. I personally, my phone shuts off. I shut my phone off at eight o'clock every night. It does not receive calls. It doesn't interrupt me with notifications or anything in between seven or eight at night and six or seven in the morning. I'm unavailable. It's time I'm spending with my family. It's time when I get up and reflect on my day, when I have my morning prayers, I when I do my morning routine. I don't like to be distracted. Helps me focus on what I have to do in the day better. But there are the positives of it too, and there are a lot of positives. So, you know, think about it. Think about, uh, you know, Getting a, a smartphone just because it's a tool. You know, we've all gone to the, the discount tool store before and bought a cheap tool. It's hard to work with. Sometimes they work out great. Sometimes they fall apart before you actually get to use them. Get a good tool and, and get some work done. But let's jump into when you think about what to post, we talk about different categories of content. And we've, you know, you've probably seen it. If you're on social media at all, text only, pictures with text, pictures with graphics on the picture, and then video. In almost every research study that I read, and pretty much universally true, video is more engaging than pictures. Pictures are more engaging than text. Should it be that way? I don't know. Just, but the math and the, the research pretty resoundingly tells us that's the way it is. Excuse me, a little slug out of the mug there. Um, 
but when we think about video, we can think about video in landscape, which is widescreen, so it looks like a television. Or we can think about video in a vertical mode, like when we look at our phones in the palm of our hand. And research, again, this is kind of new trending over the past two years. Uh, vertical video, it shows much higher engaging rates than landscape video, but there's places for both. So, you know, just kind of the what, why, how, kind of, you know, you ought to take a look at it, shooting vertical video, thinking about it. If you're a member of the SI Farmer uh, marketing community, we are going to be doing a course on teaching you how to frame pictures, how to, how to shoot video, how to edit video, as well as all of the other marketing stuff. And the final thing that I want to talk about is the biggie. This is the big one. All the other stuff is just learning. It's just a little bit of knowledge. Don't be afraid. I have seen so much bullying and people being mean and hurtful online. And it just makes you almost disillusioned with humanity a little bit. But don't be afraid. Don't let other people define you define who you are, and certainly don't allow them to bully you. You don't have to be a supermodel to be good at social media. Now, you will find, first time you're in front of a camera, I have seen grown men that are incredibly confident people sit down in front of a camera the first time and forget their name. It happens more often than you would think. But you, just like anything else, you do it, you mess up, you do it again, you mess up, you do it again. Eventually, we learn how to do this. We learn how to be good or good enough on camera. And that's just part of it. And you might not want to be on camera. I've seen people never show their face on camera but do a good job with social media. But the most important thing that we need to think about is be you. There is, a, there is enough people being fake and enough people that are so-called experts that are trying to, you know, scam the system and be you. Be real. Be the best you you can be, but be real. People gravitate to real. If you're fake or you're trying to, you know, you're trying to be something you're not, man, it's just not real. And, it's, and I believe, I know in my own life, and I know I'm not normal, I gravitate to people who are real. I gravitate towards social media. I, I follow some guys on social media because they're, they're guys in my field or they're, they're experts in something. And the guys, you can tell really quick who's real and who's faking it. And at the end of the day, be you. Can't say it much plainer than that. Be you. Be real. Don't shy away from your values. Don't shy away from what makes you and your business unique. And with that, go out and have a blessed week. Have a, man, get excited about this year. It's 2023. It's time to be excited. With that, good luck and God bless.